Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! MVP time! Windy City Assassin does it again! The Patrick Beverly era is off to as good a start as it could be. I don't think you could script it any better. Two blowout wins over teams the Bulls should beat. And we're going to see if they can keep this going. You know, you got a couple opponents that they should beat coming up. You got a couple tough opponents coming up. We're going to dive into the full Patrick Beverly effect. Now, today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls Bench Pop member and Tennessee Vol CJ Watson, my sharply dressed partner cj watson <laughs> bj first two games of pat bev man i'm really liking what i see so far yeah the pat bev effect is definitely live and in effect uh, he's definitely bringing his making his presence felt and uh it's definitely you know um making it known on the team yeah and we're gonna see if they can keep this going because two i mean blowout victories like at the, yeah. the wizards game i wasn't sure it was gonna be a blowout i was i thought maybe this was gonna be a grinded out and they ended up winning by 20 so it shut me up real quick <laughs> and you know, look ahead to the rest of the schedule, standings watch to the fight for the play-in tournament. We're going to look all aspects of everything Bulls after I tell you about our great sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. It is almost time for March Madness. You got conference tournaments starting this week and into next week. The tournament starts in just two weeks. Bet on all of it at Bet Online. What are you waiting for? Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code Believe to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Get that 50% welcome bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. I cannot wait for March Madness. This year's tournament is going to be insane, and I cannot wait for all the chaos. And you can bet on all of it at Bet Online. It's going to be great. Also, don't forget to buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Stand, shop.believe.com. It's the official shop of the network. A lot of great stuff to support the rapidly growing list of shows that we have on Believe. The official shirt of our program, though, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Stand, shop.believe.com. The link is in my Twitter bio. The Pat Bev Effect. Going strong to start 131 to 87. That is not a typo. I did not type that wrong. I'm not reading it wrong. The yeah. Bulls beat the Nets 131 to 87. Then turn around and beat the Wizards 102 to 82. I saw a stat this first time in a long time that the Bulls have held opponents under 100 points back to back games since like 2017 or something like that. So the defense is coming around. So far, I wish they'd have gotten Pat Bev sooner. Yeah, you definitely wish they would have gotten him sooner. He's definitely bringing his energy, his tenacity. Uh, his leadership, and uh, he's definitely just, you know, making his presence known, uh, not so much on the court, but just vocally, and I think that's the that's what he brings to the table, and that's, that's what he's going to do best. Yeah, the leadership is what's standing out the most to me, because the very first time out that Billy Donovan called, and I mean, Pat Bev had subbed out by that point, Patrick Williams had subbed in, we'll talk about the rotations here in a second, too, because I think that's really interesting, but Patrick Williams was in the game with the second unit, and first time out's called, and the cameras caught him, Patrick Williams 
and Pat, Patrick Beverly went straight to Patrick Williams. I'm going to flip those names the first couple yeah. weeks of this. With Patrick Beverly, Patrick Williams, that's going to be tough for me. But mm-hmm. Pat Bev went up to Pat Will and got in his ear. It was like pointing on the court, telling him what to do and stuff. To me, that is the best thing that can happen for Patrick Williams' development. Yeah, that's what you need uh, on the on a team like this, especially a team full of young players who are still developing and still trying to find their way in, way in this league. And uh, for guys, for a guy like Pat Bev to come out and, and just do that, I think that's just it shows big uh, kudos to him and shows him what he's learned over his years, but also showing that he wants to be a teacher. And obviously one day he'll probably be a coach one day, you know, doing that and uh, just directing guys and telling them where they need to be. It's only going to make this team better. If he coaches one day, that'd be must-see TV, in my opinion. I think that <laughs> would sure. be if, – if he ends up coaching with his fiery nature and the, the way he talks the smack on the court and stuff, that would be interesting. That'd be almost as exciting as watching him actually coach because he's a great mind. But be very curious to see how he treats the referees if he ends up on the sideline. Oh, yeah, he'll definitely get, you know, probably a lot of texts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can see that. He hope he has a really good top assistant to take over right. if that ends up happening. But, I mean, even on the court, too, the, the defense, I mean, there were, early on he went to – he closed out on a three and ended up in the first row of the crowd. Like, yeah. that that energy, it's, we've been calling for it all year, and now we're seeing it. Yeah, that's what this team needed. Uh, they needed some a boast of energy, and he's bringing that. He's showing guys how hard you have to play to win in this league and how hard – uh, how serious you got to take every game, you, especially with the way they're they're playing and the way they played in the past. They can't take any games for granted. They got they need every win, and they can't take anything lightly. You know the Washington game to me, and I mean that was a it felt it was close. It was it was a close game early on, and it was one of those games where I'm watching. Okay, the first game with Pat Bev went well. Is this one going to be the Bulls that we're used to, or are they going to shake this thing? Well, obviously they held them to 82 points. I mean they were down 27 25 after the first quarter. So to me, even two weeks ago, not sure they win that game as convincingly as they do. And I didn't, I'm not saying one player makes the whole difference, but I think he's having enough of an effect on the rest of the roster that this thing's starting to come together. Yeah, I think so too. I definitely think uh, one player can change uh, the mindset of the team. And I think that's what he came in and did so far. Uh, obviously they played uh, not so great teams, but we'll see how that affects how the Pat Bev comes when they pay they play top teams in the league or even better teams they're going to be competing with in that playoff spot. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that, how that bears and when they, when they come to meet that certain level of competition, how's their mindset going to change? Have they come over the hump? The upcoming schedule here, they've got the Raptors Tuesday night, the day this podcast drops. You've also got the Pistons coming up. Those are both road games. You got Phoenix on a Friday. Kevin Durant is probably going to be playing in that game. I think he's going to be playing. So that's going to be, that, that's the first test, and it's not even yeah. the first real test. That is a test of, yeah. <laughs> okay, how is this team going to rise to the occasion against a team with that much talent? And I know you could talk about the talent on paper. Look at Dallas, one and three since the Kyrie trade. But, I mean, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, That I need to see this team rise to the occasion there to be really sold on how this addition is going to pay off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, Phoenix is one of the best teams on paper. And even on the court, I'm sure they're still going to be one of the best teams. And it's going to be tough for the Bulls to, you know, to pass that test. But I think with the team that they have, the roster they have, they, they definitely can compete with a team like Phoenix and, and eventually beat them. And especially if they play like they did the last couple of days, too. And I think Zach yeah. and DeMar are the two guys that are benefiting the most from having a guy like Patrick Beverly because we've been need, we talk about the need for a point guard all year. And I know Pat Bev's not your true point guard necessarily he's not going to be a pass first he's just kind of he kind of controls the tempo and i mean that's what's been missing all year so we're not getting point guard zach levine with 
turnover, turnover, right. four shot turnover in the fourth quarter. Yep. Now you've got someone who can control the tempo, and that's why Zach dropped 32 and 27, and DeMar dropped 29 against yep. Washington. Yeah, I think so too. And also, one of those guys doesn't have to be the defender. Pat Bev will now be the defender. He'll be the, the agitator. He'll get in people's uh, shirts. He'll he'll uh, you know get people mad, get him get him agitated, and that's what he does. And that's what uh, this team needed. And I think he'll also get those guys the freedom to play offensively. And if they don't shoot, Pat Bev is going to be in their ear telling them to shoot because I don't know he doesn't really want to shoot it. They wants them to shoot. It. <laughs> right. He told Zach, "Don't pass, just shoot." Yeah. Right. Like that. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't the exact quote. I don't think. I'm sure there were other colorful metaphors in there as well. Right. Because <laughs> I mean, hey, he's Chicago guy, man. I'm, I'm whenever I read those quotes, I'm like, okay, let me read that twice to make sure I'm all good before I right. catch myself saying something I shouldn't and have to hit the explicit <laughs> language button. Right. But I mean, and again, that's not a complaint. When he when he's cussing to the media, when he's cussing on the court, that's not a bad thing. Like by any yeah. stretch of the imagination, it don't, don't need to be a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely you know in the game of basketball, there's definitely you know uh, definitely a lot of emotions going on. Um, a lot of cuss words have been flown uh, when I played, and probably even for myself also. I cussed at the ref a couple times and I got text. So definitely, it just comes with the territory. It doesn't mean anything bad or anything like that, but it just comes to show that guys are competitive and guys want to win. Now remind everybody again, who'd you play for in college? Uh, Bruce Pearl and Buzz Peterson. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're playing for Bruce Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to hear it. <laughs> like, right, I mean, you, yeah. you see, you watch Auburn games and the way Auburn's been playing lately. Yeah. You, yeah. you hear about it from a guy yeah. like Bruce Pearl. You, so I, I know you've heard, you've been on the other end of a couple of those. <laughs> yeah. Like Bruce has a lot of good stories from Bruce, man. He's definitely a <laughs> player's coach, but also he gets on your skin and he wants the best for you and he gets it out of you. Yeah, and that's that's like Billy Donovan too. Like it's very different. We talk about Bruce Pearl and Billy Donovan's demeanor on the sidelines and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, even Pat Bevis said he's like Billy Donovan's attention to detail is part of the attraction to I mean, hey, coming home playing for the Bulls, yeah. but playing for a coach like Billy Donovan. He's a player's coach and he's very detail oriented. I, I don't mind the soft spoken nature right, out yeah. of Billy Donovan. So I think having a guy like Pat Bev come in who's more vocal, that's gonna kind of offset Billy Donovan's yeah. soft spoken demeanor, not in a bad way. At all. Yeah, for sure. You want to you want to have that mix and that balance. I think uh, every coach uh, is not going to be that raw raw guy, but the players, uh, some players will be that raw raw guy, and that's what you need. Especially if your coach isn't it, like, some players on that on that bench have to be it to get the best of their teammates. And I would like to point out too: not only did you play for Bruce Pearl, you played for Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Tibbs well, is uh, definitely dropping f bombs and all over the place, but he means it in a good way. <laughs> yeah. So you you did not play for soft spoken coaches either. No, no. Like you, not you, Don you, Nelson either. He he's definitely dropping f bombs and everywhere. Right. <laughs> right. So you you played for guys that were going to get on you like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's like you 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 know how that can change things. So that, that's why having a guy like Pat Bev on the court, and we talked about the starting lineup last week about how how he'd fit in with the second unit. I was kind of surprised when Patrick Williams got moved to the bench because the starting lineup that they've rolled out the last couple of games, Beverly, Zach Levine, DeMar, Caruso, Vucevic. I was kind of surprised by that. But you look, you think about it for a second. You've got two defense first guys yep. in that starting lineup. You've got your two offensive juggernauts and Zach and DeMar, and you got Vooch, who you can kind of help run the offense through in addition to Pat Bev. To me, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, okay, I kind of like this. Yeah, for sure. You, I definitely like it. Also, you want to be defensive minded. Uh, teams have been coming in and giving Bulls the the business uh, offensively, and you weren't trying to shut that down early. Um, and then you got guys coming off the bench who are young, athletic, uh, can get up there, uh, get up and down the court, and that's what you want. You want your second unit kind of up and down and more energetic than the first unit. I feel like. Yeah, the second unit now you've got Io, Kobe White, Patrick Williams, Andre Drummond, and usually 
Billy will leave a starter in there too, yeah. like kind of stagger it a little bit, which I don't mind. I mean, yep. it's not like you're going to have, I think it was John Calipari a few years ago, did the full line change. He'd have a starting five and he'd have his five come off the bench and it would be like a hockey lineup. And it yeah, worked because, yeah. I mean, you got, yeah. when you've got that kind of depth, yeah I, yeah, I call for that all the time if you can do that to save legs. Right. So I don't mind leaving a starter out there with that group. But I mean, you look at the youth. Yes, you've got, you've got Drummond, but I mean, Drummond just eats rebounds for breakfast. Like, yeah. I mean, he is just a monster down there. You've got Patrick Williams. To me, he seems like the alpha of that bench unit, and that's not a bad thing for his development. Have him take on that leadership role. Yeah, I like that because, like you said, he's still developing. He wants to be, and you want him to be that kind of offensive-minded player, uh, which he hasn't really turned out to be, but I think uh, it's going to get there eventually, hopefully. Um, and then, especially playing on that second unit, you'll give him all the confidence he needs to go out there and score and just kind of be a two-way player. Stacy King's called him a three and D guy already. He's saying yeah, he's turning sure. he's turning into that three and D guy. That three yeah. point shot is a it looks like a little rainbow. That yeah. rainbow three he shoots, but it goes in. So I don't yeah. care how I don't care how it looks as long as it goes through the basket. Like yeah, that's all that matters. As long as it goes in, who cares how it looks? If it's ugly, if it's pretty, you know, as long as you get three points out of it, hey, just keep 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 pushing it. Right. I would like to I would like to remind everybody that Lonzo Ball was the number two overall pick in the draft and he shot it from down here. Like <laughs> and I'm I'm covering up my microphone when I do this. Right. Like how far over he was right. when he right. shot that ball. I still don't know how he did that so successfully as he did at UCLA. Like yeah, I me mean mind-boggling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I never I'm glad they fixed it. Don't get me wrong. But right. I mean, I wish he'd be back out on the court too. I'm hoping that knee gets healthy because I mean you, you put him out there with that group. Like, yes, Pat yep. Bev's great from an attitude standpoint, but you Lonzo Ball with this lineup, you saw what it yeah, could yeah. be, like, and that and Pat Bev's not a long term solution here. We've made that clear. Right. This is just through the end of the year. I mean, let's just enjoy it. Like, yeah, I think yeah. this is going to be a fun ride, especially for guys like Iota Sumu, who you know, another Chicago guy, and they've got to make a decision on his contract. Still, by the way, just got to. I've got to keep throwing that out there. There's a decision looming. Yeah. Like, if if he can help Io kind of get some grit and yeah. de- develop into that point guard type, not again, not the true point like Lonzo, the pass first. I'm talking about someone just control the tempo and settle things down i think right. this ad, this addition is going to pay off tremendously yeah i think so too and hopefully that's what the front office saw also when they made this move you know trying to help a guy like io to continue to develop and also just add some more toughness to him add some more grit and what, what other way to get that than through another player who's been in the league for a while and been very successful at doing it and had a long career doing it you got a guy from marshall high school you got a guy from morgan park high school this this is a great Chicago lineup and I love that Pat Bev did the from Chicago by the way yep. like I'll, I'll love to Arkansas but right. <laughs> I love that he got the from Chicago treatment that made yeah, yeah. me so happy I, I said before the game because I mean they were still they lost six in a row going into that Brooklyn game I said that had me ready to run through a brick wall and I will probably regret saying that once the game tipped off and I didn't because the from right. Chicago has worked out so far and I yeah. the, the Chicago pride is a really good thing I feel I love having guys play for their hometown team yeah, it's definitely fun. You know, that's probably what every kid, uh, every player who played in the NBA or has played in the NBA wants to play in their hometown because, you know, you're from that area, you're from the city, you probably watch the city, uh, you know, grow up and probably watch all the teams come through there and you just want to be a part of that tradition. Yeah, and you got two guys that are a big part of that too. And I just go back to it with having Patrick Williams lead this bench mob here. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to go dub and bench mob, but I don't want to disrespect yeah, you, you guys. Yeah, you can't, like, yeah, you can't this, do that. <laughs> this, this, this bench group. I caught myself yeah. after I said it, this bench group. I don't want to, they're not, we there's, talked there's about calling bench mob. Yeah. We, talk, we talked about calling bench mob earlier in the year, but I think that's kind of gone away now. This bench unit. I apologize for any disrespect there. I, I, I said, you saw me as soon as I said, I'm like, you caught I, yourself, said right. I did. I did. I caught myself ha- having Patrick Williams lead this, like, and just the long-term effects. Cause this, Right now, everybody's talking about tanking. 
tank, 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 go get that top four pick. Yeah. I mean, you've got to, it's the X's and O's, it's a chess match, and I'm terrible at chess. That's why this analogy is probably not going to work. But right. you're, you get playoff experience for these guys. And if he yeah. can, if Patrick Williams, he's the focus of this unit, if he can get that playoff experience as the leader of the second unit, that's going to pay dividends if Pat Bev's addition can get you there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that playoff experience is nice. There's no other, there's no better teacher than an experience. I feel like if I would have got that in my first couple of years, that, that would have been big for, I think, the rest of my career. I would have loved to play in the playoffs every year and didn't get a chance to, but uh, it was definitely fun to see that. You just see how hard it is to get there, how hard it is to win a, a playoff series and what it takes to actually win one. So all that experience would be great for the for the, those young players, including him, but also just for the whole team, I feel like. Yeah, and I, I focus on him because, I mean, you've got Io. I I hope they bring Io back. I think it sounds like they're going to at least try to because yeah. he's got that second-round pick deal. He's not – he doesn't have the option like Kobe White had. Now, Kobe White, they declined his option, remember. So, Kobe right. White's getting ready for free agency. Now, I think – how does that work? Is he a restricted free agent? I feel like he's a restricted free agent. I think it is, yeah. I think that's I how that works. The with rules, the, yeah. Yeah, it, with the rookie contracts, it's hard to keep track of sometimes. Yeah. But either way, you've got – I don't know if Kobe's coming back. I don't know if they're going to do a sign and trade or something, but that's why the focus for me is on Patrick Williams. He is such a key part of this, this team going forward. Cause we talk about the future. You don't have as right now, you don't have draft picks. So let's focus on the guys you've got. And if you can get him playoff experience, you got to get there. Cause as we sit here now, we're standings watching the rest of the year, because this is, I I say again, the race to the play in tournament is on the bulls right now. We're a half game back of the 10th seed behind Washington. Now, because of that win the other day, the Bulls had the tiebreaker if they end up tying with Washington. So that gives them a little bit of an edge to get in the play-in. Yeah. They're a game and a half behind Toronto. You got Atlanta right there, too. That's interesting situation we'll talk about, too. You got Miami. Is in, it feels like they're in a free fall. Jimmy Butler's expressing yeah. his frustration. <laughs> You've got – yeah, I, I love Jimmy. I'm, I miss Jimmy at times. I think – if Jimmy Butler was still on this team, I don't think you need Patrick Beverly. Yeah, like, yeah, I think from yeah. a leadership mentality standpoint, like, right. I mean, I get why you had to make that trade. I was all for it. I still say I would do that trade again the exact way they did it. But, you know, with the teams you've got here, it's a mixed bag, those seven through ten seeds. you got a chance to rise up even to that eight-seed, seven-seed spot. Yeah, they got to take advantage of every opportunity. And that game against Washington was a big game. And the one uh, coming up against the Raptors is going to be even huge, too. Because if they see one of these teams in that play-in uh, and they, they lose one of those games, those teams are going to think they can you know, beat, beat the Bulls. And you don't want them to have that in their mindset. And they're facing a Toronto team that's 7-3 and three in their last 10, by the way, as, yeah. as we sit here. Like, Toronto 7-3 and three in their last 10, Miami's 4-6. and six. And after they play Toronto, they've got the Pacers in there. That's a team directly behind them in the yep. standings. So these games, I, I don't know if I want to call these must win. Cause again, we're talking about the play in. We're not talking about getting to the playoffs, but they feel like essentially if your goal is to make the playoffs and that's what, that's what Billy Donovan has said, or tourist Connor show has said, then you made these must win games for yourself. Yeah. You need every game. Uh, like you said, I think there are must win games. If that your goal is to get to the playoffs and, and uh, obviously you don't want to be in the play in, but you know, you made your best and now you got to lay in it. So that's, Let's uh, take these games as they come and compete and just get better and, and hopefully they can get these games and, and get to the playoffs. See, here, here's the next couple of weeks here. And when we talk about the opportunities, you got Toronto, Detroit, you should beat Detroit. Yeah. Uh, you got Phoenix, go out there and be competitive, I guess. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the way I'm approaching that. Go yeah, yeah. compete, give, give them a run for their money. Indiana, yeah. Denver, Houston, Sacramento, Minnesota, Miami, 
it's it's a mixed bag schedule wise, and I'm tired of saying it's an easy schedule or a tough schedule because you never know what this team's going to come out like. But right. with, with a guy like Pat Bev with the leader, and he said he's going to get on guys and everything, it seems like it's working out so far. Yeah. You would think it based on these last couple games, they got a chance here to. I mean, I could see, I, I see two losses off the top of my head here with Phoenix and Denver, but other than that, they got some chances to win some big games here. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I think one of my phrases from Bruce Pearl was always win the games you're supposed to win and win a couple you're not supposed to win. So they have that mentality go out there and just win the games they're supposed to win and maybe beat a team like Phoenix, maybe beat Denver. You know, they they put themselves in a good position to be right where they want to be. That would make a huge statement if they can yeah. beat the new look Suns. Like, yeah, like, for sure. That, that that roster just scares the living hell out of me. And, <laughs> I mean, I, I said the same thing with Dallas when they added Kyrie, and now like yeah. they're one and three since Kyrie came in to play alongside Luca. So you never know how this is going to turn out. KD hasn't yeah. taken the floor yet for the Suns, but he, he should be back by then based on the reporting from Shams and Woj. So, I mean, go. I agree with that. Go win the games you're supposed to. If they can pick up one they're not supposed to, that's huge. Because, yeah. right, I don't – don't look at draft position. You're, you're risking too much by putting it in the lottery gods because you could. There's yeah. a world where you get the magic, the number five pick, and Portland doesn't make the playoffs, and you don't have a first round pick, and you've got Orlando with a chance to take a guy like well, Brandon Miller might be off the board, like a Nick Smith. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to give them a franchise fo- player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just got to focus on yourself and uh, you know focus on the present. I think, and like you said, don't put it in anyone else's hands. Just go out there and play, and they uh, they can write their own you know future with this with the way they finish out these last part of the season. Yeah, you control your own destiny, and I, I, I value playoff experience. It's not, and you said you do too. Like go, yeah. go get some playoff experience as you build this thing. If it mean, if it means you make the playoffs and you have to trade Demar or Zach in the off season to get a first round pick, yeah, I th- to me, that's a good trade off because you get the the experience and you're not just losing, losing, losing. Because I mean, I know a guy like Zach; he's been around for a lot of losing. Yeah, you can only <laughs> handle so much of that. Yeah, yeah, and eventually guys are going to want out, especially if they don't think the franchise is going in the direction they wanted to go and uh, that they believe in it should go. So definitely you want to get this winning experience and no other you know, no other way to get that is in the playoffs. And I understand why people want to tank, but if you're a major market team like Chicago, you got a guy in a max contract, I don't want to tank. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I mean, that's yeah. not, that's not, you can't have, you can't have it both ways. At yeah, least yeah. You can, it doesn't look good. But I, <laughs> I, I, I don't like the look of that. I mean, I, you, I know you don't like the look of tanking in general, but I yeah. think especially when you've got a max player in Zach, whether you think he deserved the max contract or not is another conversation. I know people are on both sides of it. I was back and forth on it. He's still, the reality is he's on the max contract. Go get, go get the max out of it. Like go right, yeah. make a run, try to open some eyes and get the experience. Yeah. That's what you, that's what the idea was when they put this team together, this roster together was to trying to, to compete for a championship and compete in the playoffs. Um, and they've fallen short so far, but they still have a chance to bounce back from that and kind of shut up all the all the haters who say they should take. Uh, just make some threes, though. That's all I ask. Just yeah, yeah. please, please make more threes. <laughs> like you can, you can win through the mid range. I'm not saying the yeah. mid range is dead. Like just please, it's 2023 in the NBA. Make some threes. Right. Like yeah, please yeah. shoot more threes. Make more threes. Like I yeah. think that that's going to be huge to beating some of these teams because. Even if even if they do get to the playoffs, you're going to face some hot shooting teams, and that's why these next few games. I mean, you're you're still developing. Even if we're what tw- there's what 20 games left, 21 games left. It's crazy how fast the season has flown. I'm not going to shut up about yeah. that. Like it has been a. I feel like I blinked, and we're right. to almost March. Right. Like it's it's go it's been go time all year. Now it's really go time to make a run because I, I say again the, the Atlanta situation with Nate McMillan. 
Atlanta's in a vulnerable spot. I know they had the big buzzer beater. Trey Young had the buzzer beater, which was sweet. Don't get me wrong. But right. that that team feels vulnerable right now. Yeah, it feels beatable right now. This is like put up or shut up time, like you said, for the Bulls and see uh, what they're really made of, how, how much heart they have, how much grit they have. And uh, like I said, adding Pat Bev just adds to that, that grit and that toughness factor. And can he really, you know, push them over the hump to get them into the playoffs? If he can get them a four-game winning streak, I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> they had a four-game sure, winning yeah. streak all year. Like that's yeah. – that's going to be the biggest tell of how that how adding Pat Bev is going to pay off because they have they've gone three games and then they'll lose three games. Like right. if they can put together the four game winning streak, and you I mean you got Toronto, Toronto is going to be the, the test because I mean the way they improved and everything, and then you have Detroit. Yeah, you should beat Detroit. They should win th- at least three out of four here. I want to see a four game win streak heading into Phoenix, and then they'll be in prime position as a team on the rise. We've got a team like Atlanta, who I, they're kind of back and forth, I feel like. They're teetering. Miami right. feels like it's starting a free fall. Go make a run, open some eyes, and get in the playoffs. And give Orlando the worst pick you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got to go out there and just, you know, like you said, get on the winning streak. This is what we've been saying for the start of the season. Get on the winning streak, get on the winning streak. And they started it, but they never finished it. So this is the time where they can really, you know, hold on to that desire and, and how bad they want it and just try to get there. Right, exactly. It's how, it's how bad you want it at this point. And by the way, they still have the seventh best odds in the lottery, 28 and 33. Portland right now is the 11th best. And I mean, Portland, Damian Lillard, before we wrap up, 71 <laughs> points for Portland. That is every Bulls fan should be jumping up and down and buying a Damian Lillard jersey because you need Portland to win games and performances like that will get them there. I mean, what a what a show. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure all the Bulls fans wish they can play the Rockets every game, but uh, you know, it's not going to happen. Would that be happen. nice? <laughs> <laughs> but it was definitely Dame time last night. He put on the show. You know, he was definitely hot. And when he gets hot, he's one of the scariest players to play against and one of the scariest players to even, you know, to go against as the opposing coach because he's – I mean, the bucket just probably looks like an ocean to him. And he's shooting from half court and, and pulling up, hitting one dribble pull-ups from half court is just tough to guard. When it's Dame time, it's fun. It, yeah. Dame time is so fun to unless you're on the other side of it, like Houston. Right, for sure. Poor, poor Houston, man. <laughs> nine straight losses. It's not Houston's lost nine straight. San Antonio's lost sixteen straight. Like, but poor, poor Houston. Yeah, it's a <laughs> uh, you know it's a rebuilding year, I guess, for them, and uh, it's definitely tough. One my he's one of my old coaches, uh, Coach Steve Silas, and uh, he's a great guy. And I just feel bad for him the position he's put in and. Uh, just the, the team that he has, but you know, uh, he still has those guys fighting, hopefully, and but doesn't look good when you're when the opposing player goes for 71. <laughs> I've heard that Steven Silas is a very good guy, and I've heard people say like he's put in a bad spot down yeah. in Houston, but I mean, it's just one of those years, man. It's big yeah, yeah. time rebuild year. San Antonio losing 16 straight. Now that's how you tank. Yeah, yeah. And Easy, especially yeah. because they, they got rid of Pirtle, they got, I mean, Murray's gone. Like that's a team, like, yeah, that's the roster. That would benefit from tanking because you don't yeah, you don't have sure. the all stars like the like the Bulls have. The Bulls still have three all stars: Demar, Zach, and Vooch. Like three guys right. who have been all stars. Demar was back to back this year. Zach was back to back last couple of years. Like you you got all stars. That's that. San Antonio is the roster made for tanking. The Bulls are not. Yeah, yeah, easily. Sorry. Yeah, you, you can tell. You know, uh, Bulls roster on paper they actually look like a playoff team if they they've never played a game before and uh, obviously they haven't played like it. They showed stretches of it uh, throughout the season and then. Like I said, hopefully this last part of the season they'll they'll prove us all wrong and they'll get there. Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm hoping for it. I hope I hope they go on a run and I hope Portland goes on a run too. Cause as we sit here now, Portland is exactly one game behind Utah right now. And that would put them at the end of the lottery. If they're 15 through 30, the Bulls get the pick. And then you're gonna get into your 
late mid to late first round guys and that's when we can dive into like i want i can't wait for our next show before march madness to start talking about some of these college guys to watch including your favorite player from kansas whose name i will not say until we get there (laughs) because i know how much you love to say it that's good that's gonna that's a tease for next week we're not doing a show later in the week though uh cj i want before we wrap up tell people what Mm -hmm. you're doing later in this week because we're not going to do a show for friday yeah, so this week is a big week in Nevada. It's Nevada Reading Week, and uh, I've authored three children's books so far. And uh, so this this week, I've been going out to, to schools uh, probably two or three a day and read my book to kids from kindergarten through fifth grade. And it's just been a fun time so far. Kids uh, are definitely fun. And it's definitely fun to see out there and, and read my books and see how excited these kids get about reading a book and you know just meeting a former NBA player like myself. And that's why you're all dressed up, by the way. Sorry, he didn't get dressed up for the podcast. He yeah. he came from that. That's why he's all dressed. So I won't. I mean, I I felt bad. I'm sitting here in a hoodie. I'm like, man, I didn't get the, I didn't get the memo. But yeah, I'm oh. usually in sweats all day. But now I had to, you know, dress up to go talk to these kids. You you and me both. I'm sitting here in my office. I'm in gym shorts. Right. <laughs> so it's a little behind the scenes of you know working from home here. I'm in gym shorts. Right. 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 I've been in gym shorts all day because it's it got up to like 58 degrees here in Central Illinois. I'm like, finally shorts weather, and now they're calling for snow on Friday. Right, yeah. <laughs> the the joy weather. <laughs> oh man, I'm not even back in Chicago yet, and I'm getting this. This <laughs> it's not fun, but no. Good luck with that, man. This that's um, awesome. It sounds like a lot Appreciate of fun it. for you. And yeah, we'll be back here next week. We're gonna talk. We're getting ready for March Madness. This is my favorite month of the year. March is gonna be so fun. You got conference tournaments starting up. You're gonna have March Madness games. Guys can improve their draft stock. I'm gonna tell you who to watch, where to watch. And we're going to talk about your Vols, too, because your Vols are in really good spot this year. Number yep. one defense, according to Ken Palm, by the way. I went, I did, I did a kind of went down that rabbit hole today. Number one defense in Ken Palm, that's, they're in a good spot this year. We just need our offense to catch up to our defense. We'll be in good shape. We might have a chance to win a national championship, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. They could run in the SAC tournament, too. Would be yep. That, yep. That, that, a, lot of, a lot of fun college basketball coming up if you're into that. Like, I know, I know I'm a geek about it. <laughs> I won't shut up about it this month. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode, this week's episode of Believe in Bulls. You're on the Believe Network, presented by betonline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus, just in time for the madness. And it's going to be madness this year. Trust me on that. It's going to be chaos. And buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen, 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. CJ, good luck with everything this week. I'll see you back here next week, my friend. Appreciate it. Thank you. And hopefully the Bulls can put together a winning streak here too. So we're in a really good mood when we record next week. Right, See what happens with that so. Phoenix game. <laughs> that Phoenix game, it's gonna be, it's either gonna go really well or really not. That's that's right. uh, that's my prediction for that game. I'm not even gonna pick a side. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I'll stay with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see everybody back here on Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2-0.